Welcome to the Appalachian Folklore Podcast, a wild hike through the history and migration of the folk culture, stories, traditions, and haints hidden in the hills and hollers of Appalachia. I'm your host, Aaron Bobick. Hey folks, just a quick intro here to this short little bonus episode. I wanted to share with you one of the tangents Bethan and I went on. We had quite a few in our conversation, and as tangents often do between Bethan and I, it went into the paranormal realm, the supernatural realm, just talking about stuff. And in this case, this uh, particular tangent was on an episode of Sleep Paralysis I had had the night before, and I thought it was kind of cool. It was a little fun. Bethan was incredibly jealous of my story and, and my ability to lucid dream whenever I want and have sleep paralysis whenever I want. It was more of a thing when I was younger, but I can still do it pretty often nowadays. So I wanted to share that with you, but also to promote her recent episode or her guest appearance rather with Icy Sedgwick on Joe Hickey Hall's podcast, The Modern Fairy Sightings Podcast. I say recently as in recently in real life at came out about a week ago here at the end of August. And of course, this episode is coming out at the mid-beginning of October. But the reason I want to share it is because I make reference a couple times throughout the interview with Bethan to the hedgehog that she saw in her garden. It was not a hedgehog. It was a tiny fairy-like entity or a garden gnome that was not too happy about being seen. And if you want to hear her full version of that story... You can click the link in the show notes, and that'll take you right to the episode. Icy Sedgwick also tells some of her encounters with supernatural things and her maybe fairy encounter. She wasn't quite sure, but that's why I wanted to put this episode out so that y'all can go listen to those good stories, and we make reference to it, so I didn't want to just leave you hanging. So here's my sleep paralysis incident that I thought, you know, it's kind of fun, and I didn't want to cut it all out, and hope y'all enjoy did I see on Twitter that you had an experience? I did. La- la- was it last night? Yeah. But I mean, a long story short, I can used to be able to give myself sleep paralysis or old hag syndrome or whatever you want to call it. Um, I used to be able to do that every night. Like I could lucid dream anytime I wanted to. And there were always triggers that I could pull myself out or when I would notice when I could get in and out of, of the dream. Mm. Uh, most of the time it was food. It was very um, pleasure-based. It was a big house full of antiques. It was food or drink. It was like water parks or or things like that that would just bring a lot of happiness. And I was like, oh, wait, I can do whatever I want. Boom. And then it was lucid dream and I could do and, and do anything, make anything happen. I'm really jealous because as soon as I realize I'm lucid dreaming, I wake up. And as soon as I'm lucid dreaming, I'm like, let's do this for the next 20 minutes. Let's go. Oh. But last night, my girlfriend, who will remain nameless because she has a career and doesn't want folks to know she's dating a ding dong (laughs) podcaster. No, that's not true. She's incredibly professional and and we keep work and and home separate. She was in the bath and I was in bed and I heard her in the bath, just a splash. She was listening to a podcast, whatever. And I was laying on my left side with my back towards the edge of the bed, which was where the bathroom is. And I drift off to sleep. And normally I have just a little mask that goes over my eyes, but I didn't have it on at that point because I was like, oh, well, she's going to get out. And I want to say goodnight because she sleeps in uh, another room because she has to, I I don't sleep very well some nights. 
I'll get up at four o'clock, but she wants to stay asleep until like nine because she is usually with students until 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. So we have different rooms. It's healthier that way. I didn't put my mask on because I wanted to make sure that I was awake and I could Mm. feel myself drifting asleep. And I had what felt like an eye patch, kind of like that mask was only covering one eye, Mm. but it wasn't. And as soon as I realized that, I felt someone sit on the bed and then wrap their arm around me kind of like over here and over my shoulder. So like across my lower rib cage and across my shoulder simultaneously. And it didn't feel like a human. It felt like a, like you would assume, um, like it just felt like one giant muscle coming over me in one continuous motion. Was it nice? It wasn't, it felt comforting. It felt... (laughs) Well, because it felt like she was putting her arms around me. Yeah. But when I realized that there weren't fingers or an elbow, I simultaneously realized I'm not wearing my eye mask. Yeah. And I immediately had a shot of fear, like there's something here that's not supposed to be here. And that's when I woke myself up. I was like, cool. I just had sleep paralysis. That haven't had that in a while. That was really cool. And of course, this morning when I was recanting it to her, not recanting, retelling it to her, She was like, oh, yeah, you were all over the place last night. Like, you didn't know who I was. You didn't know where you were. You you kept saying all these weird things and just babbling and talking. And I was like, yeah, I had some sleep paralysis. And she was like, yeah, well, that makes sense because I tried to touch you and you were accepting of it and very much like, oh, it feels good. And then you were like, oh, no, Ah." like (laughs) an evil entity was trying to take me over. So it was, I mean, it was 100% sleep paralysis. I'm, I'm really jealous of people sometimes because I'd love to experience sleep paralysis, which I know is weird because everyone says it's awful. I've I've had multiple things where I've definitely had the whole like gray alien standing over me where I could see their like ship in the background through like a How foggy How do you know mist. it's not real, Aaron? I know that we don't know a lot about the human brain mm. and the way things work. I just kind of let it go and I'm just like, yeah, it was a dream. I've never had you know, ghostly encounters like you with your your encounter that you just uh, mentioned on, on Joe's podcast with the whole not a hedgehog man in the Wasn't cupboard with a crisp. <laughs> that kind of guy, you know, effing and jeffing, as you said, pissed yep. off that, that you saw him. Never oh, yeah, he did like that. not like that I saw him. Everything to me was as I'm falling asleep. And so that's why I just kind of discounted immediately where I'm just like, yeah, sleeping. <laughs> And that's my spooky sleep paralysis story. I thought it was kind of fun and short, so I, I figured I'd share it with y'all. And I love sleep paralysis. I've, I know people have issues with that, and sometimes it can be triggered by PTSD. So it's not all fun and games to everybody. But in this case, it was a short little something-something, and I wanted to share it with y'all. So if you do have fun sleep paralysis stories, incidents of things that happened to you that you knew you were dreaming, you woke up and you were like, wow, that's really weird. You can go ahead and send them along to me at appfolklorepod at gmail.com or you can find me on all of the social medias at appfolklorepod across all of them. And I appreciate y'all indulging me in my goofy little bonus episode here. And until next time, y'all be good. Thanks for spending your time with me here at the Appalachian Folklore Podcast. If you'd be so kind as to rate and review this show on whatever platform you use, I'd be much obliged as it helps spread the word. You can email me at appfolklorepod at gmail.com and visit my website shows.acast.com slash afp. 
You can find me at AppFolklorePod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also find me on Mastodon at AppFolklorePod at thefolklore.cafe. Thanks to Jonathan Ochoa for the AFP cover art. You can find his work on Instagram at Inkwell Graphic Design. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>